segment right here on the bandwagon radio where i myself jay prag sit down with artists across the globe and give them a chance to talk to us about their music their craft their artistry and then of course we gotta release that new hot music all right and today we got another special guest on the phone lines right now hailing all the way from new york yeah my man thrax is on the phone lines right now what's going on thrax nothing much what's going on with you man nothing much man right here right here hailing out of queen city charlotte north carolina it's a pleasure to talk to you young brother it's a pleasure to talk to you too. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Got the new single, like Nah Nah. Pretty hot record right there. Yeah, it's crazy. It's cool seeing all the the younger generation just dancing to it, sending in videos and just having fun to it on TikTok. Yeah, I could tell that it was a TikTok joint. You know what I'm saying? I could tell it was a party, it was a dance record. Um, how did it feel coming out with a record like that, man? Just what was the vibe like that? you wanted to kind of release and wanted, what was the energy you wanted to provoke from the viewer that listening to that record? Well, it felt good. It actually was, it started crazy. One day I was in the studio and my cousin called, my little cousin, and she's like, oh, what are you doing right now? Just trying to start small talk because we haven't talked in a long time. And she said, you know, you should make a song for the younger generation. You should make a song about having fun in TikTok. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, let's do it. Let's have fun with it. Let's give them a fun track to party, to dance to. Where for the older generations, they can have fun and bop to it. You have the college kids who could have fun at it at a, at a dance, and then you can have the kids just dancing to it. I tried making a song that was universal for all ages and just something where you could get up and groove no matter where you are or who you are. No doubt, no doubt. Well said, well said, brother. All right, hailing from uh, New York, upstate New York, to be exact. Um, What's your background? Talk to us about your background, your family landscape. What got you involved in music? Well, since I was little, I always wanted to do something in music. It was crazy because, like, sophomore year, I tried 
going around getting paperwork to make a label and it fell through because it's <laughs> it's hard to do something that sophomore year when you're not working you don't have any money it's just all an idea but over time I knew that it was something that I enjoyed so whether it be making music with friends freestyling cl in class disrupting it and having the teacher yell at us like it's always been something that I wanted to do and I had fun and just loved doing and then over time I just wanted to have a message with my music and just a vibe and it's just so free speaking because you could say whatever you want on track, express how you feel. And over time, it just grew into the, a beast. And I just fell in love with it, became crazy for it. No doubt, no doubt. So talk to my listeners about growing up in upstate New York area and being a young artist coming up there. What, what's that vibe like? What, what was the inspiration like just from around you and that culture and that background? Well, it, it's hard to be honest coming from upstate New York because we don't have a lot of big artists in the area other than the, we have the Google Dolls and Rick James but for new artists it's hard to to get seen up here and and it's just a boom bap town but the great thing about being upstate New York is we get influence from Buffalo and influences from Ohio from Cleveland Ohio Pittsburgh New York City Toronto just being in the middle of all those big cities as well as DC and Philly we just get all the sounds coming across so it really helped out a lot and helped me find a sound that I enjoyed and just helped deliver it. Nice, nice. So as a young artist, what, what do you appreciate most about making music and creating music? I appreciate the fans and just the response that you get from the music because at the end of the day, you're going to have negatives and positive, but I feel like everyone has a, a good critique and having social media where everyone could just say whatever whenever it is pretty cool seeing where some people praise it some people say oh this could change some people saying this helped change my life or just it it varies and it feels good because it knows that hey even if someone didn't like the track I'm still happy that they took the time out to listen to it and if it changed someone's life like some people have said then it makes me feel good like you know what like I, I'm happy <laughs> it it just feels ecstatic to have that feeling and that's the the best part I think of this whole process is, is just touching the fans. So does that feedback dictate how you create music, do you think? Um, I think it influences me, but I wouldn't say that it dictates me. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> so what do you think uh inspires you in this genre of music or what got you involved in this this type of music? What made you say that this is the lane you wanted to be in with the melodic sounds, the hip hop vibes? Well, to be honest, it, it has to be my influences growing up. I was a huge fan of Mumford and Sons, India Re, Little Uzi, okay. and Stromae, and just having this plethora of all these different genres just kind of developed my sound and helped me find out who I was and help me become the artist I am today and it even helps so much more with Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon and all these different streaming sites because in the blink of an eye you could already have their whole track list up and just inspire you some more and just to get in the groove and vibe out. So talk to my listeners about the focus of the new single and the project because a lot of people need to know I mean the social disconnect project uh, was dropped with September 4th, correct? Yes. Congratulations, first and foremost. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, man. Um, so what, what, what is the focus of the project? 
So the project is it's a little it's a little deeper, and the project is tracks one to four are all all happy, all good vibes, but there's a snippet of lines about depression, lines about hardships in life, and just little quotes, and then throughout the project it gets a little deeper, darker, and it talks about issues that actually happen in people's life and affect people. I feel like for my music, I didn't want to be someone that talked about getting girls, partying, having all these chains, jewelry, and just all the materialistic stuff. Because at the end of the day, it's it's so fictitious and just is not what we should live for. So I want to talk about real stuff, whether it be up at night and you're just thinking and contemplating about what happened the day before whether it be thinking about a best friend that just lost and everyone's out there partying, but are they, are they doing it for the person or for themselves? Like real problems that we think about that affect us every day, whether it's depression, anxiety, poverty, suicidal thoughts, everything that I expressed in the album, I wanted to be a real, a real thought. And then the way that I organized it was there's a little snippets of depression and lines about depression, but it's not something that happens overnight. Someone doesn't just wake up and they're magically depressed. It's a, it's a cycle of, oh, I told this person I wanted help and they told me how bad their life was. And then I told another person and then they ignored it. And I told another person, it's a slippery slope of just not having a solid support system. So towards the end of the album, you get the feel of like, oh, it started off as little and depression just became the monster that, that ate, ate up the writer, ate up me, ate up whoever the listener is. And just took over the whole the whole mood. So I want to show people that, hey, look, even though we're having fun, depression affects everybody. All these problems affect everybody. If you have them, don't run from it. We have to embrace it to grow. Mm. That's coming from a young brother right there, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Upstate New York on the phone lines right now. My man Thrax got the new single, Like Now Now. Once again, we're going to uh, release the single a little later on. I'm going to let you introduce it, as a matter of fact, a little later on. But, of course, uh, I got a couple more questions. Before I get in my questions, though, I did want to talk about the record myself, uh, just some feedback of what I felt about the record. Um, I did feel like it was a feel-good record, a smooth-flowing delivery. Uh, kudos to you on that. Fresh vibe and lyrics on there, too, man. And I was feeling the production. So who who's the producer, by the way, on that production? Thank you. And the producer is, his name is Willem Roxa. He's actually from Sweden. And oh, he man. and me work worked he worked on a lot a lot of the tracks for the album, and then we had great mastering by, um AJ Pillet, and he's out of New York City a great guy worked with some great people and I was blessed to have him as a part of the project. Dope, dope. Yeah, the production was dope there too, man. Shout out to the producer. Shout out to the engineer on that as well. Um, it was a very diverse sound, melodic hip hop vibes on there. A party dance record, definitely. I can hear this record. It's a very mainstream vibe. However, I can hear it on radio, hip hop radio, as well as top 40. Um, so you got something good there, man. You got a good sound. You got a good, clean, fresh sound. You're young. Sounds like you, you're hungry. Sounds like you, you're very motivated. Um, you're definitely well scripted. Uh, you know, kudos to you on that as well as, as being well versed as well. Um, just here sitting with me doing this interview. Um, so uh, I see a well-rounded artist. I'm talking to what I feel is, is definitely well-rounded artist from the research I've done, the music I've listened to, and now getting the chance, the opportunity to talk to you on the phone lines right now. So shouts out to you, Thrax. Thank you. That means a lot. Definitely, man. Um, so with 
such a mainstream sound and being from New York, do you find it hard to get support from, you know, your sound there? Yeah, but I feel like support is, is often hard in the beginning stages. I feel like whenever a new artist is coming up, most people are just like, oh, he's a typical SoundCloud rapper. Oh, he's a typical new artist. There's so many people making that sound. So I feel like the first stage of releasing the project and making sure it's on some great places, some great sites, is just the the grind of saying, hey, can you put me on here? Hey, showing love here. And just that in the media sites is just really once once I started getting there, it was a lot easier. Once people started seeing me on more sites, it was easier. But I think that first stage in our current era is just hard, no matter who you are and where you're from at this in the in this society. Yeah. How did it make you feel uh, peaking at number twenty four on the Spotify Hong Kong top fifty playlist? Oh, to to be honest, I was ecstatic. I was going crazy because. Some of the people I beat out for for Creep were some big name artists like Beyonce or Halsey, and just waking up that morning, I was like, "What? No, this can't be!" <laughs> I called up all my friends, all my team, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, do you see this?" And that was an ecstatic feeling. It was nothing like it, and it just it's, it's a really humbling feeling that someone from a small town in the middle of nowhere could just do numbers like that. I bet it's very motivational, though, and inspiring to you, though. Yes, it, it is. It makes you want to do another one and another one and just keep grinding. What do you feel like uh, makes your music so relatable to listeners in your mind? I think just the the freedom. Some people, some people just don't want to talk about real-life issues or they want to fake the funk. Like, I know you know and I know so many people that act like they're – they're gangbanging in the streets or they're hard doing this or that or so many people that just try to put on a persona when they make music my thing is that hey i know (laughs) i know that life isn't easy i know that i've gone through stuff friends and family have gone through situations that haven't been hard and just speaking on those and telling people like hey no matter how low you could get there's always a high on the other end without without the lows we wouldn't actually feel the highs as much and just just accepting the lows and accepting the problems we go through and realizing that sometimes we have to take a couple of L's in life to do good. And that's really what I try to relate in my music is just, hey, we all go through something, but it's about how you aspire, how you react to it. That is a fact, young brother. That is a fact. If I can tell you anything as somebody a little older, <laughs> that is definitely <laughs> a fact. It's about how you react to things. You'll kick back or you'll jump back, you know what I'm saying, to life's uh you know, treacherous, uh, you know, storms, you know, it, it happens, you know, things are going to happen, especially in this industry, being somebody, a young artist in this industry, I'm sure you have already experienced and, and will learn and come to experience more things where you're like, wow, what is this? And you kind of feel like you got to battle things or, you know, take a step back and reevaluate certain aspects of how you want to move at least. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's again, I want to applaud you as somebody that I can definitely tell is, uh, somebody who's well, you know, versed in what he's trying to do, not only from a musical standpoint, but it even sounds like from a just life standpoint. You seem like you're pretty well together, brother. Thank you. Thank you. That means a lot. Yeah. So let me ask you a question, though. How, do you feel like your youth and age helps you as an artist in today's music industry? Do you feel like that that benefits you? I, f- I feel like it's a pro and con at the same time. Okay. Talk to I've, us. 
<laughs> I feel like it's a pro because a lot of the the older listeners listen and they're like, wow, he's he's actually saying some stuff, whether it be some metaphors in a song, some feelings, and just the quick witted stuff I try putting in my song. So even if it sounds melodic, some of the lyrics are deep or some of the metaphors I use catch you slipping because you're like, oh, wow, I wasn't expecting him to say that. And that's it helps me a lot for the older audience. And for the younger audience, they like the new sound, but I feel like my my lyrics kind of hurt me and the it just it stops and the younger generation really doesn't understand some of the stuff I'm saying and they don't care for it. They're more about the beat and the vibe and the melodies, but I try to layer my music so even though the melodies go for the younger kids and the younger generation, that the wordplay and the way that it's delivered affects the older generation. So I try using it as a pro, but I know that there's going to be a con that comes with it. It's kind of just trying to trying to do the best we can. Mm-hmm. Upstate New York on the phone lines. My man Thrax got the new single once again, like Nah Nah. Uh, talk to us about the record label. Oh, so I own Encryption Records. We actually became the largest independent record label in New York this summer after purchasing a 21-acre lot. And then we're doing some schematics right now, making sure that it's perfect. We're going to have some more artists that we're, we're reviewing some artists, checking them out. We're hoping to sign some, not too many due to the COVID, but we're looking to build the label up there make sure that artists have a place to record, travel. It's a perfect location because it's in between all the big cities like Boston, Cleveland, Buffalo, Toronto, Philly, New York City, D.C. All those major cities are within six hours, so... Hopefully, if when COVID ends, we'll have some good tours, not only for me, but some of the artists that we're recruiting. And we could just use that as a home in between different shows, in between all the Northeast region. Is the, the record label is really, really what we're trying to do is we're trying to make sure that artists have a family and artists have a home and give them a bigger percentage than major labels. Because so, there's so many stories of an artist saying that, hey, I've signed to a bad label or, hey, I signed a bad deal. And once the motivation and the heart for the music isn't there anymore, we feel like the artist isn't going to produce. So we try making everything family, fun, and business all in one. We don't want anyone to feel like, oh, this producer only talked to me during a project or this engineer only talked to me when he knew I was recording and paying him. We try making everything fun, family, where, oh, I just talked to this producer the last three weeks and we didn't even talk about music. It was family vibes. And that's the, that's what we're trying to portray at our Christian Records is just a family vibe and making sure that we all grow up together. So what's up? Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, who are some of the people you want to thank, as a matter of fact, for the, you know, creation of the new label, as well as, you know, people that helped out with the project and the new singer? Well, I'd like to thank, oh, <laughs> the list is long. I, I'd like to thank mainly my grandma, because when times got hard, she always had my back for Nana. the beginning process of music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got a, got a shout out Nana. <laughs> she was holding it down for me when a lot of people didn't think that I could do music. I like to shout out I like to shout out my good friend Hercules. He's always been there for traveling for tours. This dude was always there for a show, always there had my back and made sure that everything went as smooth as we could have made it go. And I like to thank my little brothers. I want to let them know that if they see me doing it, then you could do whatever you want to. Just keep working and knowing that everything is possible. And I just want to thank everyone locally for supporting me, making sure that I was good and I was safe. And 
just showing me love for the tracks. It, it feels good having the hometown support. Dope, dope. Um, now, let me ask you a question as an artist. Do you have any fears when it comes to performing or recording? Uh, for recording, I, I have fun. I really get lost in the moment. And as performing, I just fear that it'll be my last one. I fear that I won't go out there and give 100% because it's such a good feeling to go out there and see the fans have fun, see everyone dancing. That's a moment that I never wanted to end. So I, I just try living it up and having fun with the fear of, hey, if, if this is the last show, at least we know that we killed it. That's a good outlook for every show, every stage you hit, feel like it's the last one. So you got to leave it all there, right? Yes, sir. Especially when this thing, this whole COVID-19 gets over with. I'm, I'm sure a <laughs> lot of people will be ready to get back on the stage more consistently. For real. I hope a lot of festivals come through, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, so I like to ask artists these next two questions just to kind of find out a little more about the artist as a person so what's one major positive thing you appreciate about the industry oh i'll appreciate how accessible everything is mm. just how we live in a generation where if you have a question a problem you could just go on your phone and find the solution if you want to figure out how to do this on Fruity Loops or if you want to make a connection with a new producer or a new engineer, we literally have the power at our fingertips. So it's just a blessing to be like, oh, ah, this dude had a nice beat. Let me find out who he is. Oh, I found his Instagram. I can hit him up. Or, oh, I want to hit up that artist and do a song with him. Let me just email him and get it going. Just the accessibility that we have is crazy, and that's a blessing. Yeah. The evolution of the industry, definitely a lot more accessibility. Yes. Okay. All right, so we talked about a positive. What's one major negative thing you dislike about the music industry? Oh, man, that's a tough one. <laughs> I know I, I know the list could be longer for this one right off the top. <laughs> like, like right off the top, I'm sure you had like five to ten. But <laughs> give, me at least yeah. a, give me at least a couple to a few, you know, if you want. You don't, You can give me more than one if, if you want to get it off your chest. <laughs> I think the the two negatives – Number one would be how much people in this industry let money influence them. Ooh. I feel like Ooh. I feel like money <laughs> money is good. It's good to have at the end of the day, but you shouldn't make it a goal. And I feel like so many people just make it as a oh, I'll do anything to get money. I'll I'll act a fool or I'll act different or I'll change my persona just for the money or just for the views. And I feel like that takes away all your creativity and that lo you're gonna lose fans because everyone likes genuine people and. Just the faker you are and the more of an act you put on, just it it ruins you. And I think over time you just get lost and don't know who you are. So seeing people take that route for the money, that's one thing I don't like. Good answer. Good answer. You said it was two. Did you have a second you wanted to touch <laughs> on real quick? Yeah, the, the second one is just some some of the people that are keyboard warriors. And they'll they'll say some stuff. And just push to extreme sometimes because me and you know a lot of comments that we'll see, a lot of people talking negative, but they're only doing it just because they have the accessibility to, to do it online. A lot of people won't say the stuff that they say on social media. And if you see them in person, that's it's worse. I've, I've had some people comment pictures and say, oh, my gosh, that song was terrible or that song was that. And then I'll see them in person and they'll be like, oh, can I have a picture? Can I have an autograph? And 
you, you tend you tend to remember who says the crazy the crazy deep stuff, and then when you see their face, you're like, what? I thought I thought you were talking all that stuff, yeah. but <laughs> you big capping, it, you capping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. Okay. Now, if you had to sell yourself essentially to my listeners, who is Thrax? Why are you unique, and why should our listeners support your music movement? Thrax is somebody that loves the vibe, loves the moment, but wants you to actually think before you do something. Mm. Like, a lot of people have good ideas. A lot of people have thoughts that might be great at the time, but in retrospect, it was like, a dang, I shouldn't have did that or I shouldn't have did this. I want you to think that, like, hey, if you did something wrong or you did something bad, okay, we all do something wrong and bad. Just love yourself. That's who Thrax is. He wants you to love yourself, love the negatives, love the positives, and just enjoy life because this is a beautiful ride that we get to enjoy. Just don't give up. Keep doing you and be the best you that you could be because no one could be you as good as you. Mm. Well said, Thrax. Upstate New York on the phone lines right now, man. Um What's your ultimate goal, would you say, in the music industry? As an artist and a now, you know, being a, a label owner, what, what would you say is your ultimate goal? My ultimate goal is to, to try to change the industry and try to change the the music coming out. I know a lot of people know how this music coming out isn't the same as the old music. We We have better beats, but I feel like a lot of artists just hide behind that and don't talk about real things, don't talk about change, don't talk about stuff that we all go through day to day. Like I said before, I just think a lot of people cap, a lot of people talk fictitious lives. And I want my label and my music and everyone who associates with encryption records to know that, hey, when we talk, it's going to be genuine. We're not going to put on any front, nothing. The way that we handle music and we handle life is just being us. Because, hey, that's that's how you got to do it. You can't be anybody else. And that's that's just the outlook that I have on it. Just making sure that people go back to the genuine roots of music and just being free and being themselves. Nice. So what's coming up? What's on the verge? Any other projects, any visuals my listeners should be on the lookout for? So we have a couple singles in the works, and we're having a couple of videos, last-minute edited, making sure that everything looks good, everything looks clean and crisp for the viewers, and Really just making sure that we're getting ready to have more content, more content, more content. Content is key. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll make sure our listeners definitely keep a check out for that. I'll keep an ear out for my man Thrax. Um, go ahead and give your social media so our listeners can follow you. My Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok are all Thrax Official. That's T-H-R-A-X Official. You go there, check out some of the fashion, check out some of the pictures, and just check out some of the music. My man Thrax on the phone lines represent upstate New York. Go ahead and introduce the new single for the people. <laughs> Everybody out there, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, Bandwagon Podcast, for having me. Now it's time to have fun. It's time to go crazy and dance. It's time to just enjoy the mood. Like Nana, check it out. Thrax. Yes, sir, right here on the bandwagon radio. Turn it up. Just trying to find Nirvana. Watch me do my TikTok like Nana. Shout out to my world, my mama. Skipping in my flip flop. No drama. I'm just trying to find Nirvana. I'm just trying to vibe, no testing me. Took me out the game, no referee. Upload on my Vissy, lame still. I be in my world with my Supreme. Can't nobody catch up. I be having
up when the sun up, sleeping when the sun down. Heard they wanna pull up, heard they wanna talk now. I be in the field, steady scoring with this touchdown. So don't you say that I changed up. Don't you talk bad on my name. I just turn up then I dance. So keep the BS on my face. Watch me do my TikTok like Nana. Shout out to my role, my mama. Skipping in my flip flop, no drama. I'm just trying to find Nirvana. Watch me do my TikTok like Nana. Shout out to my role, my mama. Skipping in my flip flop, no drama. I'm just trying to find Nirvana. Stop. And I'm rolling with the miles and he running the whole place And cooking like Rosanna and I'm doing all this baking Know that it get crazy when I'm rocking with the braids And doing all these flips like my house is a whole gym People tell me stop but they hating on the kitty, yeah Watch me do my dance, I'ma end it with a spin, yeah If you wanna move, listen how it all begins With my TikTok, yeah, yeah With my TikTok, go With my TikTok, yeah With my TikTok, yeah. Oh.